appreciate you tuning in make sure you check out last week's episode politics as usual but today's episode we're going to be a little more relaxed we're going to talk about some entertainment some pop culture music sports touch on a variety of things show my versatility so without further ado let's get into it make sure you stay tuned stay hip stay connected all right so been a crazy week a lot has happened and all various different components of our society, music, sports, entertainment, fashion. Well, first I want to give my condolences to Juice World, RP to Juice World, 21-year-old rapper, unfortunately died of a seizure uh, at, the, at the airport this past week. Um, I'll discuss that a lot more indefinitely soon, but we'll first want to just give a shout out on RP to Juice World. With that being said, let's keep it moving. There is a $120,000 banana. If you haven't seen in uh, down in Florida this past week at a art show, uh, some artist giving some you know artistic expression duct taped a banana to a wall and actually sold this piece of art for over one hundred twenty thousand uh, dollars. Now for myself, I, I like to follow art. I like to try to you know look at things and use the beauty in them. I'll never understand that. It was literally a banana and. I think the best part about that was some guy went up to the exhibit and took the banana off the wall and ate it. $120,000 down his belly. <laughs> and it caused a big stir. And apparently the guy who did it is also an artist as well, a curator, and he also has profound respect for the artists of the banana and duct tape. But it's still kind of crazy. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I know art sometimes, people just like splash something on the wall. I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. I'm like, oh, it looks like just splash paint on the wall. I'll never understand that, but uh, hey, I guess, you know, that's artiste for you. Sports. So, the college football playoff is finally set. We have LSU as number one team in the country, Ohio State 2, Clemson 3, and Oklahoma sneaking in at 4. I think all four teams are obviously highly competitive, um, you know, 3 out of 4 undefeated. LSU, Joe Burrow, 
Heisman Pride winner, um, you know, all the good candidates and everything out there as well. I think Clemson don't sneak on them. The 2-3 match with Ohio State, I think Clemson this year has been kind of, you know, disrespected the whole year. I think they're a really good team defending champions. So don't be surprised they upset Ohio State. And then in the LSU-Oklahoma uh, game, obviously you would take LSU right now. But at the same time, I can see Jalen Hurts having some magical run here, you know, beating the LSU, getting to the championship game, winning it. You know, it's kind of this whole, uh, you know, climatic into this, you know, magical season, leaving Alabama and then, you know, leading the team himself and being benched and becoming a champion. So that'd be a dope story to see, but it'd be real interesting, and I'm excited to get that started. NFL, shout out to Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, balling right now, take care of business. New England Patriots, lost a couple games now, had some controversial calls to the refs last week. Same time, here we are, the Patriots again, talking about them potentially filming the sidelines of the Cincinnati Bengals, trying to steal signs, again with the whole uh, you know video gate thing we happened years ago, and then deflate gate. The Patriots don't get benefited out. I don't think they're actually legitimately trying to cheat. However, it's just the fact that you can't put, can't put yourself in this situation or circumstances for an optics to even look at it because, unfortunately, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. So we'll see if that rolls there. Um, and see, rolling right now, 49ers looking like a strong team, had an impressive victory last past week. We'll see how everything else moves forward this past weekend here. Um, I think that's very important as well to stay tuned for these potential matchups and everything, especially with NFC, because it's so up and down right now with seeding between who's going to be a division winner, who's going to be a wild card. Unfortunately, the NFC East, that dumpster fire, is going to get a home playoff game. I'm a Giants fan. I'm embarrassed to say it right now. We suck. It's cool. We're moving forward. But, you know, again, that division, Dallas or Cowboys want Dallas or Eagles, someone's coming out of it, unfortunately. So we'll see how that goes with that. Baseball, shout out to Steven Strasburg and Garrett Cole. Get paid, younger, you get paid, all right? And they just got paid money, all right? So big deals. Garrett Cole over $300 million, Steven Strasburg over $250 million. Uh, Hey, baseball is ultimate sport. No salary cap. You want to get paid. Be a baseball player. Basketball, favorite sport. Shout out to the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Hooping, LeBron James, Anthony Davis are balling. Clippers are healthy now with KD. Excuse me, with Kawhi back and uh, Paul George and everything looking good. Uh, Eastern Conference. Shout out to Giannis. The Bucks are carrying themselves right now, doing their thing. Shout out to Miami Heat and Jimmy Buckets down there in Miami. A lot of people thought he made a wrong decision by leaving Philly. Apparently, it's not the choice. He's balling right now and carrying that team right now, doing really well. So, they're sleepers. Toronto Raptors, balling right now without Kawhi there. Siakam is out there carrying them. Very surprised. And, again, my Brooklyn Nets just want to say as well, playing really good right now with, with, with uh, Kyrie out and Karis LeVert. Spencer Dibley's playing at an all-star level. Wait till next year. We get everybody back with KD. Special team to watch. So stay tuned to that. So keep it light with sports today and we'll keep moving. All right. So now I'm going into the bulk of the show today. This episode is called Reaction Before the Facts. React Before the Facts, right? And I feel that in today's society, we are a very reactionary based emotional society. Oftentimes, when something happens, some news story, some event, right? We're quick, so quickly to have an instant reaction, writing think pieces, writing all these various different aspects of such event, right, before all the facts even come out. And oftentimes, I've seen that people will make false conclusions and false assumptions about a certain event, and then later on, more details come out showing that that was not the case, and that, in fact, people were easily swayed and emotionally uh, uh, construed into a way of thinking without actually thinking and checking the facts it's crazy so with that being said this past week was definitely a, a big reminder of that 
So, social media personality, Brother Nature, who's known for his viral videos of working with animals, especially his deers, Canela, uh, is kind of blown up now as an animal activist. And hey, shout out to Brother Nature for his good work and everything, right? However, in this instance right here, Brother Nature, you took an L, and my brother, we gonna talk about it. <laughs> no pun intended. So, Brother Nature, the other day, was apparently at some restaurant and got into an altercation with some guys there and began into a fight right brother nature comes out on twitter before such a video is released and basically says hey um i know you guys may see some video of me getting jumped no one did anything about it get your laughs off basically right and perception is that bird nature somehow got jumped right and is innocent bystander and nobody did anything and then such video actually comes out uh, showing Brother Nature is parts of it, right? Of this video of him fighting some guy, right? However, it's one on one, not not getting jumped. And again, everybody, the guy beat him up. The guy on Twitter's talking about it as well, kind of bragging, yeah, I beat him up, blah, 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 right? And everybody, again, is on this whole automatically, oh, innocent Brother Nature. Oh, these guys, these guys are just horrible to beat him up. And Brother Nature, he's not violent. He didn't do anything wrong whatsoever. Uh, I saw Sean King put up like John Wick. We're going to find these people. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have all these blue check people, all these celebrities, and everyone, you know, had an opinion about this, and everyone's up in R. Oh, we can't believe this, right? Come to find out, Brother Nature was the agitator the entire time. Actually, more video gets released. You see, Brother Nature was the one confronting these gentlemen, provoking them, talking a lot of trash to them, talking about how you're dead man, you're dead man. And then he gets ass beat because of said talking trash. And so. As people, again, we automatically ran to Brother Nature's defense when we first saw the video. When we first heard these things. And then literally just a day later, more evidence come out that unequivocally shows Brother Nature as the aggressor. As the person who actually deserved to get his ass beat in that situation. And yes, nobody did anything because Brother Nature, you disrupted the entire restaurant. With your ego and your arrogance. And it led to you getting your ass beat. And gone viral over it. Now, all I'm saying is for people, again, it was just kind of embarrassing to see all the think the think pieces and all the in-depth discussion and detail about his innocent brother nature. And it's like, yo, you got to realize when something happens in fights, it's never just one person's fault. Fights are two-way streets, man. And it's crazy how we just think because brother nature has a persona of, you know, being nice to animals and stuff and everything, that he's just this innocent guy who would never harm a fly. I don't know brother nature, but I do know he's a human, just like I am. Right. And I know at times people can make mistakes and doesn't mean that just because someone can do good doesn't mean that they can't do bad or make mistakes or get caught up in the ego. That happens. And so I think we need to sometimes before we jump to conclusions so objectively before we react without the facts, we need to kind of look into what are the circumstances and kind of wait, because some of you look kind of embarrassed, honestly, and funny to like. It's kind of similar to the same situation what happened with Jesse Smollett earlier this year this year the whole i suppose he got lynched and called a nigger by make make a great agains and all those various components and things come on he made the whole entire thing up right but before that all the think pieces were out there everybody was a hundred percent blaming make make a great again and trump and white supremacy and and somehow black men got dragged into this for not immediately defending him because the story sounded so suspect i mean, it was a whole mess to be honest and all y'all look funny in the light you had a large reaction before the facts. And again, as people, we can't constantly do that. 
Because just think about what else are you being hoaxed into? What else are you reacting to without actual facts? I mean, I see it in politics all the time. Anytime a story comes out, right, or something happens, a lot of people just see a headline and run with it and react about the facts. Again, we had to stay conscious and clear and see more objectively. Now with that, I want to get into the next portion. And one thing which has gone viral was the singer, rapper, Lizzo. As we know, Lizzo is a very outspoken artist who seems to be very comfortable with herself. And I'm all here for that. However, recently, Lizzo went to a Los Angeles Lakers game and wore an outfit in which she didn't have any backing to it. Like her ass is literally hanging out. Like not in a subjective, but like her cheeks. Like it's just underwear and that's it. Right? And was twerking and dancing all over the arena. Now, there has been a multitude of reaction to this. I want to start by saying it doesn't matter if Rihanna or Beyonce or Megan Thee Stallion wore that to the arena. It's not appropriate. There are kids and families around. Like you're half literally naked. Like, And a lot of people have been trying to make false equivalencies, which I love people do. It's a, my favorite thing when people try to compare one thing to another, which really doesn't make sense, but they try to run with it and really deep down this rabbit hole. So for Lizzo, everyone's trying to say, oh, because she's, she's fat and overweight, you're uncomfortable by this. And look, for some people that may be the case, but it also doesn't negate away from the fact that you can't do that. So some people are trying to point out to the fact Rihanna say, oh, well, Rihanna's gone to the game and apparently she's, she's worn a shirt that uh, I, I guess you could you could see through somehow, right? And trying to say, well, it's the same thing. She's done this. And it's like, well, actually she didn't. And people keep trying to make these, again, these hypotheticals. If Rihanna had done that, if that was Beyonce, if that was such and such, y'all wouldn't have been a big deal. Here's the thing. It didn't do it. It didn't happen. But you know who did do it? Lizzo. Rihanna's gone to like over 2,000 basketball games and still has never done anything like that. So all those hypotheticals and stuff like that. It's like, yo, sometimes people are just wrong. I'm all for being comfortable in your own skin. I'm also for having some type of decent respect for yourself in public. As a society. It's not appropriate. Period. I, I don't know what we're trying to dance around here. Trying to make this some type of issue and place blame. And say, oh, you guys aren't defending this. Like, come on. No. And another aspect to that I want to address. Again, is that some people are saying, oh, because we're conditioned to be uncomfortable. Because she's fat. Again, I'm all for being comfortable in your own skin. But we can't act like being overweight has no negative impact. The number one killing th- thing, number one thing that kills black women is, is health. I, I don't know what we're, we, we can't deny this. There is absolutely negative aspects of being overweight. One out, one out of three black people have hypertension. Over 70% of, of, of black women are overweight. 2.2 million black Americans have diabetes. I mean, these, these are components, unfortunately, are in inflicting and impacting our community so we can't act like being overweight is just fine go ahead and do it it's just people just shaming no and at the same time as well people can have preferences that's one thing I want to address as well it seems in nowadays society nobody can have a personal preference about who they date what they like what they want to see right without being accused of some type of phobia something phobic and it just seems that like we all sc- 
scream and want equality. However, it's like, but you also have to like me too. I can respect you. I don't mean I have to like you. Right? Like, I don't understand why, you know, I get certain foods. Some people like pepperoni on pizza. Some people just like cheese pizza. Does that mean if I like cheese pizza that I'm somehow some uh, 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 pepperoni phobic? No, I just have a preference. And because when people feel that if someone doesn't agree with their preference, then somehow, some way, they're, you know, attacked. And they can't have those views or thoughts. And I think a society kind of holds us back because it's like, no, listen, I can support you, respect you as a human being, an individual. I think you have any rights and access just like anyone else, right? I respect all those things. But just because I may not, you may not be my cup of tea, may not be a demographic that I'm attracted to or the demographic I want to date, doesn't mean I'm scared of you, doesn't mean I wish any harm upon you, anything at all. No, just not my preference. And it's amazing to see how nowadays it seems that we can't have any preferences without being some type of phobic. It's like, it's like individuality is just not allowed anymore unless it goes with the status quo. So it's a very interesting concept. So again, back to Lizzo. Stop all the crazy hypotheticals. It's, it wasn't appropriate. It doesn't matter who was doing it. Period. And yes, would Rihanna or Beyonce have done that? Would people probably react a little better to it? Yeah, let's be real. People, the individuals, humans, I'm not going to lie. They're attractive. Yes, nice bodies, for sure. Does Lizzo being overweight and maybe her being naked isn't as visually appealing to some people? Yes, does that play a factor? But in the day, you can't do that. We, we got to stop living in this fight the power mindset. I can do whatever I want and not expect any negative backlash. It's like, no, okay, you want to be put yourself out there. Well, then, you know, you're going to take some backlash as well. So stop acting like that doesn't come with the, you know, the whole thing. So that's a very interesting component. All right, so now I want to get to the main entree tonight. And I want to talk about the rapper Juice World and his sudden passing and all the various events that led up to that. So, for those who don't know, Juice World, again, young 21 year old upcoming rapper, uh, very, very talented, right? And this past week, he died at an airport in Chicago of a seizure, right? And when I first saw that, I immediately unfortunately thought this was some type of drug-related aspect. Young man, 20 years old, seizure. And I know, especially for people that drink a lot of lean, um, a lot of rappers and people, unfortunately, have had seizures and have died from this, or people just have seizures in general, from Lil Wayne to Rick Ross, more notably recently, um, and unfortunately, Fredo Santana, RIP. You know, so when I first heard that part, I said, okay, it's probably drug-related. Also due to the fact that he also just well raps a lot about drugs and drug uses and everything as well. That's a big component of his music. Okay. So, what happened with Juice World in this situation? Apparently, he was on a private plane, right? And him and his entourage, I guess they had guns, right, on the plane. Now, apparently the guns were registered, legally registered. Regardless, they had guns with them, right? Um, I guess their pilot uh, became aware of that and alerted authorities of that, you know, these people on their plane, you know, have, have guns and weapons, right? And so the authorities were waiting for them when they got down, uh, when they landed. Uh, I guess Juice World and his people also have a lot of illegal things on the plane. Apparently, police uh, went in, uh, seized over 70 pounds of marijuana in conjunction to uh, a bunch of uh, lean and also Percocets and pills. So apparently, Juice World, once landing, panicked and to try to 
hide some evidence, decided to swallow a bunch of Percocets and pills, right, to hide them so police couldn't find them. Now, apparently, for the record, Juice Rota had been a frequent user of pills previously as well. Uh, Juice World took a bunch of pills, basically OD'd on those pills when the police were arrived. Uh, they were able to uh, stable him for a second. However, he started convulsing again with a cardiac arrest, ended up having seizures, um, was taken to the hospital when she died. And it's crazy because it's a sad situation all around, honestly, and it seems so very unnecessary. And I know a lot of people have reactions and it's interesting because people, again, sometimes we, we, we don't like put accountability in aspects. We're trying to say, well, the the, the pilots didn't even know those, those guns were registered. They shouldn't have called the police. It's like, no, you can't you can't bring a gun registered or not onto a plane or an airport. That You, you can't do that. Y'all do know that, right? The pilots weren't wrong for calling the police because they had guns probably out openly. You know, again, so I mean, again, I'm not, it's messed up, but you, you can't do that. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what, what you're trying to say about that. That can't happen. So, with that being said as well, it's like, oh, you also act like they didn't have 70 pounds of weed and all these other drugs and pills. Again, were they probably profile because they're young and black? Sure, but unfortunately, they had a lot of things on they shouldn't have had. And what I want to talk about is like, we have this cycle right within the music industry of this the glorification of drugs, right? And this mumble rap culture sometimes. And it's like we, we talk about these drugs so much and artists, you know, talk about selling and doing drugs and everything. And now it's, now it's doing a drug. Before it was selling drugs. Now we got to the point where rappers talk about doing other drugs, the perks, the mollies, the lean, the, all the all the crazy stuff, right? And we get so shocked. And taken back when someone dies tragically, right? From this. You see from Fredo to obviously now with Juice World, the Mac Miller, RP. Uh, it can go back to Pimp C. And it really starts going to, you know, DJ Screw. That's over years, you know, DJ Screw, you know, overdose on lean. And everyone's so shocked, taken back. Oh my gosh, can't believe this. And everybody goes back to still rapping, glorifying the same thing that killed these people. So at some point, I'm like, are we going to have this discussion? Because we don't realize that these kids are people, are very Im impressionable. The the fans, the people, these young people that listen to this music think that stuff's cool. They want to do it as well. They want to pop pills. They want to do these things because that's what their favorite rapper does. They talk about it. They glorify it. And now we have Juice World who's died literally over an overdose. And again, is are they going to... Rappers gonna stop making about music about drugs and doing drugs? No, probably not. No, same time, right? Do people as individuals have accountability by knowing just because a rapper says some drug is cool, that doesn't mean you have to do it. You, you like, there's no obligation. Well, Future says perks are cool, so because he said it, I have to do it. No, you have accountability too at the same time. But people at the same time are kind of dumb and impressionable, and do things because it's cool and that's established. And unfortunately, again, we're never going to address this. We go around this circle. We almost lost Lil Wayne and Rick Ross years again for heavy lean doing and these pills. And again, no one talks about it. Just like, all right, well, that's that. Hey, that's crazy. RP. Right back doing it again. Um, it's at the same time as well, and within often the entertainment community, when a rapper gets killed from some type of, some type of gun violence, right? 
and we're just talking about, dang, how can our, as a community, how can we do this? Especially saw with Nipsey death, right? Where it's like, oh man, my own people is messed up. And then again, everybody's right back to it again. Talking about all the same type of violence and stuff like that, that kind of directly impacts and negatively hinders our community as a whole. But again, we don't talk about those things because that requires accountability. And that, whew, that is an interesting word within the community, especially the black community. So overall with this juice world thing as well again it kind of goes into this react before the facts aspect right because when we first saw that he passed it was automatically you know it was very sad i'm just trash regardless of the thing is a tragedy and it's very sad right but when more facts come out showing that unfortunately he had a lot of culpability in his death i mean he tried to hide evidence and that ended up killing himself by doing that and so again this whole drug culture we need to start addressing this stuff, man. Like, these young people are killing each other. Like, Juice had a infamous quote in one of his songs by saying, you know, there's 27 Club, but what about we're not make the 21? And Juice is 21. Another creepy thing about it, it was a couple months ago on TikTok, popular app. People were doing a challenge to one of Juice World's songs, in which, like, a song had skipped, and people, like, had, like, seizures to it. Like, as some type of funny, uh, like, thing that went along to it. And then he dies of, like, a seizure. So it's, like... Very cryptically and weird, but a bigger issue is that the drug usage in which we are not addressing, in which unfortunately is impacting the community as a big whole aspect, especially with this whole opioid crisis and everything. It's just like we just can't keep glorifying these things. I mean, people were just losing their lives over this, and unfortunately, there's only people who aren't Juice World and young people who probably overdose and die on a daily basis from these things, right? They don't make the news, they don't make the stories out of this, right? But again, their influence probably due to what they see and hear and what's popular. So at some point, we have to take some accountability and realize, yo, we got to dub that. Yeah, all right. Like, I hate to say this. We can talk about selling drugs all day. All right, bet. But doing all the drugs? Come on. Now you're OD with this. No pun intended. So I'm just saying, at some point, we need to address that. All right. So that pretty much sums up today's episode. As a whole, make sure you guys always stay balanced with your emotions and use logic when you try to think about things rationally. Don't just react to a headline or from one source of information. Look for the fact to come out. Look for more things to understand because usually that is the case. Um, I think people oftentimes can kind of get looking funny in the light. It may have your credibility and things challenged because when you co-sign something that may not be true and you're so passionate and so vocal about it and when things come out showing that clearly is not the case, well, that's a lapse in judgment for yourself. Although you may have been hooked like, thousands and millions of other people it can happen so all i'm saying is make sure you stay objectively solid when you think about things remember people are allowed to have personal preferences it can happen and also remember with that being said people may not always agree with everything you say or do that what comes with the territory of having opinions and having people of different perspectives so don't always be challenged and triggered every single time something happens don't always say, well, what about them? What about them? Sometimes it's about you, and sometimes it's about decisions and actions that you make. So keep that in mind. Moving forward as well, make sure we stay tuned to what you're doing, what you're putting into your body, the music you're listening to, the stuff you're watching, your environment that you're emulating or things subconsciously that's happening. It impacts you, and life is very precious, so make sure you appreciate every single day. Moving forward with the show, have some dope guests coming on here. So have some very dope, unique perspectives and uh, opportunities in which we're going to dig down a rabbit hole and have some really, really good dialogue. So I look forward to that. Again, appreciate you tuning in today. Make sure you stay tuned, stay hip, stay connected.